0: What's going on? This is your girl, Model E, of course, of the E and Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another bi-weekly episode with your girl. So guys, what is going on? Before I answer that question, okay, I want you guys to continue to follow me on the show on Instagram at E and Friends Pod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end ladies 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 we all got to come together brothers we, we all got to come together we all got to do this together because at this point right now i really feel like they playing with us they're toying with us they're trying to take everything away from us whether it's with mr roe versus wade the politics and y'all know i don't like to talk politics and religion But today, on this show today, we're going to get into a little bit of it because I feel we got to have these conversations about this because they need to know, and they is the one that's who are making the decisions, they need to know that we matter, we have a say that goes on in this world that pertains to us, okay? So... For all you new listeners out there, thank you. I appreciate you. I hope that you continue to tell a friend to tell a friend about E, Model E, Erica, whatever y'all want to call me. It's all good. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you. And... Um, I want to go ahead and first of all, this episode is going to be a Q&A for Model E. I have had um, a few questions. People ask me some questions. And so I'm going to, you know, answer some of those questions with you guys today on the show and I'll say that later. <laughs> All right. So um, before I go ahead and get into my little rant with this politics, I'm going to start off with the question and answer. Okay. So, my first listener asked a question, and it is I am in my last year of college. What advice would you give to someone like me entering into the workforce? well i'm not going to call any names because a lot of these they wanted to you know just remain anonymous they love my show they listen to it and i appreciate it so much guys appreciate it so sweetie you are in your last year of college first of all congratulations because a lot of us don't make it that far it's it's a whole it's a it's a cold cold, hard world out there. So I understand and I'm happy with all the efforts that you made and the sacrifices that you made to continue to go through college, even with the whole pandemic and everything. I know it has been hard. So congratulations on maintaining and finishing your education. So what advice would I give you, someone who's entering to the workforce? I'm gonna just come out and say it, it's not easy. Even when you get into your career years down the line, it's not going to be easy because we are living in a world now where we are, we're learning. It's like we are being thrown out there and we are being feed to the wolves. And so you have to be strong. You have to be positive and you have to understand and be in a clear mental state that This is life, you know, like now you have to take care of yourself, you have to do what you have to do. So, hopefully, whatever school that you went to, that they may have a program that will help you get into like an internship or actually, you know, find you a job. If that is, um, if those resources are available to you. I highly suggest that you use your resources because that is gonna help you and give you the upper leg because it's a lot of competition. Um, I'm not sure which state that you're living in and what did you do when you went to college? I, I wish I knew that infor- that information, you know, what was your, your major, what did you finish in? Because that makes a difference as well. You know, someone like me, you know, I've been finished college ever since 2007 and am I working in my career? <laughs> No, I'm not. I turn out to do my own marketing and my own business for my own company years later. But I had this big goal in my head that I wanted to be this big market uh, marketing and advertising rep. Um, executive you know I wore my nice clothes I have my nice brief bag my briefcase you know my high heels and stuff but that's the type of person I am so that was the type of environment that I wanted to work in Um, and I'm a person who I don't mind talking to people but for those of you who out there listen be like Eric come on you know you're like I do i like people but i don't like people but when it comes to my business it is different you guys okay so don't even do me like that so i don't want to hear you guys on social media talk about you know you don't i love people okay (laughs) i don't know why y'all keep doing so that's why i have to state my claim because some of you guys know me so well and i just gotta state my claim because others out there looking and like really so I gotta protect myself, okay? So yes, sweetie. Um, I think you you just going to have to work hard, you know, be smart and remember that everything is a game and you have to play the game smart, okay? Um, just be yourself. Don't don't be anybody that you're not. You go into something with a strong head and you know, with understanding that you will make you through, but just Do you, you know, um, be creative because, you know, right now this world is about all creativity. You know, we have the social media, you know, we, the internet is just going crazy with a whole bunch of stuff and you just have to be creative in order to make it in today's world because it is hard out here for a lot of us. So you don't want to, you know, put yourself in a situation to where you are just, you know, barely making it or living from paycheck to paycheck because it's, it's hard, it's different. So that, that are some of the things that, you know, I can give you, you know, as an advice. And, um, I hope that you do well within your career and continue to listen to the show and keep asking me questions. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. So moving on to the next question. And this is also from one of my listeners. Um, she actually put international listeners. So I like that. Thank you for all my international listeners out there. I appreciate you guys. So this question is podcasting is like public speaking. How do you overcome that fear when you are speaking to your audience? Because I am an avid listener to your podcast. Wow. and then this is from a female of course well thank you so much for listening to my podcast um, I am appreciated by all the listeners that I have all over the world not just within the United States internationally as well so this girl right here is international <laughs> and yes doing a podcast is basically like public speaking some of you guys know the backstory this is not something that I wanted to do you know, I'd rather just sit in the background and just sit, listen or whatever. I never wanted to be in front of the mic and definitely not in front of a camera doing a podcast. So so those of you who've been listening for a very long time, you know that it took me a while <laughs> to get to this point to get in front of this camera. But I felt like I had to do that in order to grow my life and improve what I have going on for you guys to get to the next level understand what I'm saying so I'm gonna tell you guys a story about public speaking when I was in college I remember I had to do my first public speaking class and I was trying to figure out what could I talk about you know I didn't want to do anything too hard I didn't want to do anything too easy but at the same time I wanted to do something that I know about so it's always easy to talk about something that you know about right so it's kind of hard to just wing things. And sometimes you will have to wing it because I do on the E-Friends podcast, I wing it. <laughs> but as I was taking a class and um, actually um, I got video, so they done a video, I had this cassette tape, yes, cassette, okay, this was back in the early 2000s, guys, remember that. And so my um, public speaking um, Thing that i did was how to make muffins and it was muffins out of um, the box the little blue jiffy box muffins because that was something that i knew how to do you know i saw my grandmother used to take that and then she used to mix it and with everything else to make it all nice and homemade but for me, I follow the directions of the box, you know, with the eggs, milk, and then, you know, you, you pour in the, the powder from out the box and you mix it up and everything. And I remember doing it. And guys, I was so nervous. And I said, I don't ever want to do anything like that again. I was just so nervous. But then as the years go by, the years go by, I realized that um, speaking in public, it helps you, you know, it it, it helps calms your nerve and, and, and about nerves, I get nervous almost every time I do something. It doesn't matter how many times I do it, I always get a little nervousness you know, in my body. And a lot of times how I overcome my nervousness because I am truly, truly an introvert, what I do is I talk, that's what I do, I talk. So people can say, oh, Erica, you're such a great talker. You have a a great voice and you're just not afraid to talk to people. And I'm like, that is one of the ways that I get my fear over talking is I actually have a conversation. So... um, that's what I do. So yeah, it's definitely like public speaking. And you have to get in your mind, like just pretend that you're talking to this whole big audience. You know, you're walking around, you have your mic on your head, and you're just preaching to the choir. That's what it is. And once you do that, it it it, it it'll become more natural to you and it won't bother you as much. But in my opinion, I will always always have a little butterfly in my tummy but it goes away very shortly but i you know i think everyone is different some people can just get up on stage and and start a riot you know and that's not me it would for me to do that it would have to be something that's required me to do, but I'm not going to go and start a show. <laughs> so I appreciate you um, listening to the podcast and remember to tell your friends, girl, tell your friends about me and everything. And if you have any more questions to ask Mom E, just go ahead and send them in. You know how to do it. So thank you. All right. So I have two more questions. Um this question, I am actually gonna call this listener out. And this listener name is Artisha. She actually has a podcast and it is called um, Artisha Um The Mindset Midwife. Okay. It's a story behind that. And uh she actually she has a book out right now called Uh The Patient Wearing Lipstick. I haven't read it yet, but I got it. I'm trying to finish another book, guys. Okay, but uh from the title and what she says it sounds very interesting so i'm very excited to read it so Artisha asks when did you start your locks how has your overall natural hair journey been ah great question y'all know i love touching my hair and doing all type of stuff like this because i think i'm cute okay i love my locks Just let me tell you guys something I wanted locks in my hair for a couple of years now and I never got up the nerves to actually get them. And the reason why I really didn't got up the nerves is because I really thought that my hair couldn't tolerate it because I have very, very soft, fine hair. I don't have a lick of coarse hair in this thing. Okay. So, you know, my husband got it and then my son got it and I started doing their hair and it, you know, promoted me to want to do it, you know, get it more within myself. So, you know, I went and let somebody did mine. I'm, I'm not bold enough to do it myself. So I went to a lactation and had them to do it. And I'll say probably about for the first four or five months, I went through what they call the ugly phase, and which is, I hate that they really say that because it's not really ugly. You, you just look a little bit like Seely from the color purple. Okay if y'all know what fellow purple is, but you just look a little bit like that, a little harsh, a little rough on the edges. And that was my only issue. Shockingly, my hair did so great, but I did not wash my hair for a good two, three months, to be honest. And within starting that from second through the sixth month, it was a very light wash, not nothing heavy because we were afraid that my twist would come out. I would have to go and get a retwist like every two weeks ever since I started. And then um, probably about my eight months in, eight months, I was able to be free a little bit um, I didn't have to get a retwist as often every two weeks. I went like every three or four weeks and got a retwist. Hair still was doing fine, okay? Um, one story, I uh, had went to the water park a few months ago, and that was the first time me ever getting my hair wet outside of going to my mortician and getting it done. First time getting my hair, I was like, oh my God, I'm about to get my hair wet. I don't want my hair to get messed up, but... I have faith. I have faith, nothing's gonna happen to my babies. So, went to the water park, guess what? We here! We here, we made it, we did it perfect. And once that happened, and that was at, what, 10 months. And once that happened, I was like, you know what? Hmm. Let me go ahead and start thinking, okay, for my year, I think I'm gonna treat my hair. I think I am going to get color on my hair. And so that's when I decide to do the color. And this was like a little over a month ago. Um, I think it, it came out great. I have a little two-tone in it. I love it. My hair is growing so much and it's, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect for me. Everybody else who I come in contact with, you know, they are loving my lots. So thank you Artisha. that has been my overall hair journey. I am looking forward to these things getting longer and I probably won't get them no more past my shoulders, but I am looking forward to continuing this journey because I love it. It's a wonderful thing, it's a wonderful thing. So thank you for listening and sending in your question. So the last question, for today is going to be, oh, this is a pretty long one. So let me read this one. Hi, E. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me in the know on your show. I don't know how you do it. I recently started listening to you and your husband podcast, Life and Love. Life and Love, guys, sidebar, is a, a podcast that my husband and I, Sean, does weekly on, um, thursdays and you can find it on spreaker It's on the got what you need network so we do a life and love podcast about you know just things that happen within a relationship of marriages and stuff like that so um she said i love it thank you it gives me hope for my future i want to know how do you juggle with having two kids being a full-time podcaster and staying beautiful oh thank you I am having my first child in four months and my husband and I just recently got married a year ago. Please help. Oh, sweetie. Girl, you have a whole lot going on. I'm just gonna tell you that. I appreciate you listening to the show. I appreciate you listening to the Life and Love podcast as well. We, we, We try to make things fun and we kind of give you our insights Um, of things, you know, what worked for us and what really didn't. So um, I'm I'm glad that you appreciate it. And um, so you just got married, so therefore you are still in your honeymoon stage as well. You know, I think we just got out of our honeymoon stage (laughs) basically, but you can say we still at that honeymoon stage, you know. But yeah, so you're definitely still in your honeymoon stage. Congratulations on that. Congratulations on the little one, which you will be dropping that very soon. Um, I hope that you got your notebook, your pencil, your paper, whatever, so you can make a full schedule because you're gonna need it mommy, okay? Let's just say, being a wife, being a mother is hard work. Okay, I'm gonna say it's hard work because you gotta think of appointments probably for everybody um you know you gotta you gotta clean you gotta make sure everybody eats you gotta make sure everybody has clean clothes you know you gotta do all that stuff now don't get me wrong I'm not saying that's wrong this is not a bad thing it's good but it's it's a mentality with that too You, you gotta have a good strong mental because it's a lot of things going through your head you know it's a lot of things as a mother we have to remember so um, I remember on both of my pregnancies, look, I felt like I had a little bit of all times. You hear me? Yes, I said a little bit of all times because I used to leave my oven on, like completely cut my oven on, forget that I cut it on about to cook something because I'm constantly moving around in the house doing something else and forgot that I have the oven. Nothing is in it. But I just forgot that I cut it on because you're constantly moving. So um, it was brought up to me, trust me, a few times by my husband. He was like, OK, you need to get this together <laughs> because you can't be burning a house down and stuff like that. So I have to um, learn to take it easy, slow down and kind of complete one task at a time, because if not, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to forget things. OK, so keep that in mind. Oh, no in the house that. <laughs> so um staying beautiful. Oh girl, you know that is not an easy task. But someone asked me the other day, what type of makeup do you wear? You know what I told them? Natural beauty by E. No makeup. I don't use no makeup. Only thing I drink is water. So this is a natural melanin over here, you guys. It's very natural. I don't wear no makeup. So I am blessed, but if I do have to put it on for a certain occasion, I will, but for the most part, I am not, you know, makeup person. I am considering myself to be very natural and, um, it's nothing wrong with makeup or anything, but it just takes too much damn time. I don't have the time for that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a moving person, so I'm always over the place and I just don't have time to put on makeup before I go somewhere. That's one of the reasons why. And also my grandmother told me to stop wearing makeup because I will be old before my time. So that sticked in my head too. So that's probably why I don't wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> yes, yeah, so thank you. Um, thank you for listening to the show. Continue to listen. Um, congratulations on your newly married and congratulations on your new bundle of joy that you're about to get. Um, just stay beautiful. Be positive about it everything in life. Just just make it easy. Make um, your life easy. Make love easy. Um, if you guys keep communication with each other, they will be fine. Um, if the communication is not there, you guys need to get it there because once the baby comes, that's a whole different element that just opened up. And um, whether you know kids, they're wonderful, they're beautiful, but it's a whole different element. So you two have to be on the same page, okay? You have to be on the same page. And so I think um, communication, actually listening to each other, making adjustments. You know, not one person can make adjustments. Both people have to make adjustments. You have to come to agreements and conclusions that, okay, this we're not gonna do, this. okay I can do this but this we would not do so you will have to go and you know make those changes and stuff like that and just have a conversation and just be happy have fun in your relationship when that baby comes just take lots of pictures just do a whole lot of little stuff and just create those memories just have fun okay (laughs) all right guys so this has been, um, the Q and A for model E and before I end this show, because this podcast is bi-weekly and I don't want another two weeks to go by. Um, I, I want to get into, um, the conversation of the Roe versus weight. We all know recently, well, when you see this interview probably about a, almost a week that they overturn, um, Roe versus Wade and for our rights as a woman, don't, you, know, you know, we don't, we have like a window like this, you know, so a lot of the states, many states are, um, abortions are illegal, so many women, if you do want to get an abortion, you will have to travel to a state that is actually performing it. And so um, there were lots of conversations that I heard um, like on the radio uh, one Sunday morning. And I was really in tune with it. Normally the whole politics and religion thing, I'm not into, but when it comes down to women, you know, our rights, especially our reproductive system, I think that is at least the one thing we should have control of. If we say, hey, I don't want to have this baby. I think we should have a right to say, I don't want to have this baby. You know, I, I always felt that if a woman gets pregnant or whether it's on purpose or if it's, you know, maybe she had got raped or something like that, a lot of times you don't want to go through that because that's a traumatic experience and you're going to have to see that child you know, are your life, that's gonna be your child. And you might constantly just think about how that happened. So I can see if you don't wanna have a kid after that, you know, that's my opinion. But I think we should all have a right to say yes or say no. And I really don't think that a man, government should control that for us. And I think all this is gonna to lead to getting abortions done the wrong way um, doing things in the alleys you know how some people go and get these Brazilian butt lifts and stuff you get all these injections in your butt and they're not right these things can lead to very serious health conditions sometimes they can even result in death so we don't want to have to go that route so I was listening to um, a conversation and this one guy um oh my god what was his name it was something Valentine I'm sorry guys I'm trying to see if I can find his name um uh I can't get it I'm sorry uh, Warren Valentine that's what it is Warren Valentine um he actually has a podcast he's a um um, a radio personality and he was having a conversation and um, someone called in to the station and they said you know what can we do as regular individuals at home listening and seeing all this what can we do to help so of course he said it was three things that you can do to help the first thing was make sure you vote vote in your your primary your locals those stuff matters and speaking of that Ever since I've been with my husband uh, for the past 14 years, he has always told me you need to vote in the primaries. So the small things is what really matters. Those people who you get in there is what matters. Not the president really. It's the things that happen on a local level. And I never really understood that. So a couple of years later, I started doing it. But now I realize with everything that's going on, you know, with abortions and all this racism and everything that's happening, it matters, people. So we get out there and vote. Vote, vote, vote. I know we say there's no need to vote, it's not gonna make no difference. Well, I don't know them people. You can't be like that. How you do research on everything else, you must research on your locals. Okay. So please vote in your 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 local area, um, your primaries, those small small little people they really matter okay they matter to us um the second thing he said that we can do he said we can really voice our opinion and say we can have how many babies we want to have we are going to have babies now listen not meaning go out and get pregnant and have a baby we're going to pretend okay we're going to pretend and we're going to say that because by saying that it will give them um some boost and let them know that hey these people are really not paying you know—playing. Let's go ahead and and stop this mess. So, we got to talk about it. We got to be boastful about it and say, hey, this is our bodies. We can do whatever we want to do. We should have a right. And the third thing was um, just protect yourself, protect your family, protect your investment. You know, As black people, you know, many of our ancestors, our parents, our grandparents, you know, they went through this stuff. And a lot of people like Martin Luther King, you know, they stood up for us, Rose Park, they stood up for us to have all these certain things. And basically we got to kind of protect that. So I think more as, and I'm talking about black American, we should be able to stand with each other a little more than what we do. You know, we say we support each other, we are sisters and brothers, but in reality, we're really not. We're really not. We're constantly fighting each other over nothing. Um, We're killing each other over nothing. And we should stop. We should stop doing that because we got to be united. We got to stand up. We got to protect everything we have. Because if you're not noticing, if you are living under a rock, you notice that... We come close to getting certain stuff. It gets shut down. Because if it gets shut down, then the others will continue to have all the power. And we can't allow that. We got to have some type of power. So it's time for us to get on the wagon and do what we got to do. You know, like we've been falling off for a very long time. It's time for us to get together, stay together, because we got to protect ourselves because we got a very small window here and we we gotta take those risks, and we gotta work together, and we gotta keep you know what's ours we we, we gotta do that. So I can't even believe that I'm saying all this guys because y'all know how I feel about this, but I felt that I had to have a conversation about this because it's just too much going on. And then also with the abortion and everything, even down to the physicians, they are not able to, you know, provide services that they told their patients that they would do. You know, as physicians, you know, you have that confidentiality, you're supposed to protect them and, you know, make sure that they're, you know, doing everything that they can in their powers to help you and make you feel comfortable. And they can't do that no more, especially for those states that are illegal. They can't do that anymore. So it kind of puts them in a situation, in a situation as well. But, um, and everyone just, you know, stay positive about everything. Y'all know positive, my favorite word. Positive is my favorite word. I love it. And we just got to do what we got to do. We got to stick together. We got to vote in these, um, your your local area elections. Um, we just got to get out there. We got to protect our investments, man. We got to get out there and we got to take risks because if not, the window is going to be shut, and we're going to be left with nothing. And then, what are we going to do then? Okay. So that has been a little education in there. Fill your little knowledge basket up. But anyway, I am going to end this conversation. I had a great conversation, ask, um, answering all of you guys' uh, questions for my listeners. Thank you. I appreciate it. I wish all of you the best of luck in all your endeavors and things like that. And let's work hard, people. Let's work together. All right. All right, guys. So you guys, thank you for tuning to the Eat Your Friends podcast. I am your host, your girl, (laughs) G.